And I really wasn't crazy about the way it ended um, with the with the fake McNulty funeral and everything. Well, I guess that's a spoiler alert. But um, I'd still love. Oh, what a dick! And I you still spoil the wire. <laughs> <laughs> Who spoils the wire? Right. Nobody. I didn't even know you could. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. You spoiled it for me and yeah. I've seen it. Unbelievable. Un- uh, that's bad. Um, According to Alan. So what do you think of the setup? I, yeah, I mean, I'm just getting a chance to see it in action here. I'm, uh, I have to lean a little bit more than is ideal, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but I see the. Uh, I'm looking at the audio levels is the only reason why. And when I come in like this, it, it's nearly as much as yours. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Okay, well, um, this is our second one that we're doing with an interview, so we've had some trial and error so yeah. far. Yeah, the last one we lost uh, as soon as we finished with the hard drive, it completely melted down. So it's, oh, everything's like better the, than that. This, the, the software or whatever, just didn't save it? No, or? the whole computer. This is a new MacBook. The oh. whole computer went down. Wow. Like literally the second we finished. Okay. Yeah. So That's not good. Um, I was so, this is your first uh, time on. This is our second one. Um, do you have any expectations coming in? I don't. I mean, because this is kind of just a free-for-all at this point. No, that's all I ever do. I don't. I, if I, the only time when I have anything planned before talking on a podcast is if I'm doing a, it about a show, because I want to be thorough, and I'll have detailed notes about what went on in the episode because I'm an idiot and I forget things as soon as I watch them. But if I write it down, it helps me, you know, uh, retain it. But no, for any podcast, any other one I ever do, I don't want any prep. I don't cool. want to know what we're gonna do. Just I'm gonna whatever. try to I'm gonna try to give people a little bit of context since okay. we're just diving in. But um, so you do a podcast. I do. It's called uh, How to Watch TV. Correct. Do you have an audio aspect of it, or is it all video? Yeah, there's. It's on iTunes. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I've only seen it on video, so I didn't know you had that capacity. Um, and really, it's mainly pop culture driven, with a little bit of aspects of more series and television stuff, right? Yeah, that's mainly like Game of Thrones. Uh, we do one on chronologically Lost, and a fan edit of Lost that was all put in chronological order. Um, the Leftovers, uh, Walking Dead is another current one we're doing. But yeah, I mean, that's the How to Watch TV one. The Joel Henderson show is where I literally just, I always thought hanging out with me and my friends was entertaining. Like, obviously it is to me, or why would I do it? You know, why would right. I hang out with those people? So it was like, what can, I always heard the idea of what can you bring that nobody else can bring to the table? Well, I can do me. You know, so that's simple. So it would just be like me and my friends just sit around a table and bullshit for an hour. Yeah. And I mean, it always came out entertaining because, like I said, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but like it's we're entertaining, you know, and like to, especially in a group like that. I'm no good by myself. I don't know how the hell you do the individual podcasts. Dude, it's a uh, I don't I don't either. Staying I would li- st- I wish I had strategy to <laughs> staying it. Staying focused on a topic on your own is impossible. I would ramble. I'm doing it now. But <laughs> I'm better at when I'm like bouncing off of somebody. You yeah. Know, when there's somebody else to throw anything out there, then I'm I'm usually better on air. So I guess uh, for me it comes into where I do a lot of talking to myself in the shower. Okay. Uh, so for me, is it's, that a real thing? It's a real thing. My wife was in there today, and I just had a full conversation with myself. To what? To what are you? What are you getting at there? Is it just like are you trying to sort out your day, and you just can't do it internally? No. So it's um, it's even worse. It's all hypothetical scenarios that I could potentially get myself into, conversationally. 
It's it's horrible. Oh, you're practicing conversations for the day. Yeah, yeah. So like for example, yeah, today, that is way worse. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it really is. Um, I'm, I can't wait for some psychiatrist to tweet at me about how she, like how fucked up I am. That's gonna okay, be exciting. Fair enough. Um, but no. So I I literally like try to like so I knew this was coming up. So I already thought about ways that we can kind of lead it, and so then I start to kind of script it in my mind, and then I start vocally trying to plot it out. So it's kind of, and it never really goes that way, okay. but it's just kind of having some more, uh, maybe it's an old baseball thing. It's called positive mental imagery. I'm trying to like visualize that bass before they happen. Does that make sense? Okay. It never, it never goes to plan. So, so it's, is it, is it more of a preparing for the worst case scenario? Like you're, you've at least played out a couple scenarios so that you're not surprised by what does happen or does it genuinely just help you in responding? It doesn't help at all. I would say, I would say it's just a <laughs> useless exercise. Yeah. 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 That's it's amazing. a completely useless exercise <laughs> okay. uh, that just makes me look psycho to people who walk into a room when I'm doing it. I, you know, you know, it's, you ever, uh, you ever go to a public restroom and you're on the shitter, and you sit there, and you hear somebody walk in and have a conversation to themselves. Yeah, I've, I've done that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've not done that. I've heard. Yeah, that's the best. Well, yeah, I mean, that happened with me and my cousin one time. I mean, we were 14 and super high at Gander Mountain. <laughs> we go into the bathroom, and we, we go into pee real quick, and he pees, or I peed, and then he's peeing, and I'm washing my hands, sure. and this Japanese dude in the toilet just starts dumping. I mean, it was unbelievable. Oh, so we were talking, laughing so like, loud. Just like shitting oh, so just, loud. Yes, but no, he was grunting along with it. Oh, and my going, oh. God. That's I mean, awesome. it was the worst, but it was so hilarious. We'd just like, you know, tried our best not to laugh audibly and ran out of there and burst out laughing. But Oh, my, and high on top of it. Yeah, exactly. I try not to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Are I, you I a don't, public restroom guy? If you had to take a serious dump, are no. you going public restroom or are you waiting? Well, it depends. How long am I? How long are we waiting? Because there's a timer I, in your again, head. I'm You're just right. I'm pretty I'm a pretty honest guy. <laughs> I was in jail for two weeks and I didn't shit for the whole first eight days because there was no way no that way. I was going to shit in general population so where everybody's just right there. <laughs> so you have that kind of mental control over shitting. I had to. What else was I going like to do? Zen-like. I just tried not to eat. I try not to eat much. I don't know. It was shit. You won't. Yeah, I just decided it wasn't going to happen. I, so uh, I'll, I'll go a whole weekend because I prefer shitting at work. Yeah, I I, uh, I have no problem shitting in all situations. Okay. I can go to the airport shit. I've had it. Uh, the only problem is is that every once in a while you get caught in a pretty socially awkward situation at uh, O'Hare Airport. There's that terminal right there where it's like there's a, like a side bathroom. Don't know if it's still there. I haven't okay. used it in about two three years. Um, had the door open. The bathroom or the me. terminal. No, the uh, okay. So it's not a terminal; it's the baggage pickup. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it's like you're off the flight, you're hanging out, and then you shit, and then <laughs> gotcha. I've had doors open up on me constantly. A, B, and C. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Two plus two equals four. I did get this for you. Uh, I, so I had Chinese with my wife a couple of days ago, and then I this was in my uh, uh, fortune oh, yeah. cookie, and I thought it, I thought of you, and I. You will be unusually successful in business. So mm. I want you to hold on to that. That's yours. Learn That's my first Chinese error. Quo, little paper house drawing, yeah. and a fox. I think in the right here in that. So if you can put that in your wallet and hold on to that, because I, I feel like uh, good big things are coming for you. Joe. Un- unusually successful in business. Okay. Unusually, huh. so that means more than the normal. More than okay. Yeah. So okay, let's get back. We're getting a little off topic. Got off the shitting, but so let's talk <laughs> about your stuff a little bit. So you are the owner of the Comeuppance Network and Visionary. Yep. <laughs> That's me. 
yeah, I mean, I just, I was, I, I like making stuff and. What are you thinking about the, this is PowerPoint here. This I is, see, uh, this I see is what you're doing. shit going on. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Don't, trust me. I saw when I walked in that you had like the worst screen grab for my first ever <laughs> vlog. I'm with you. It's coming. I see what you're doing. It's here. coming. Yeah. So you started to come up in Snetwork. Yeah. I mean, it started, I started doing Blankard years ago with friends. We were just fucking around and doing and blinkered was like a fiction piece that was kind of based around it's loosely based like on like the, an office it's kind of like the office gotcha, yeah, essentially gotcha. but stupider it wasn't anywhere near the it genius level it wasn't the genius of the office i always wanted it to be but we literally just went in there and improv stuff we'd come up with sort of bullet points for where a scene was going to go but 90 percent of the time it never went that way gotcha and when we tried to outright script stuff it was the worst i'll show you sometime it was utterly pathetic awesome i can't wait to see that. i, I mean the, the why we scripted the line to begin with i don't know but then the delivery was even more brutal anyway yeah it started with that and then it was after a while i wanted to expand beyond just that show and in doing so it was like well i'm creating a bunch of crap here it all start i all started making videos back with an Asteria music video in 2006 and it's still my most viewed video of all time which is not terrible for your ego at all you know your first video you cobble together in a day or two off a of tour footage that's your most popular video still but in your defense though that one was massive later. that yeah. one was a massive one we're not talking yeah. about 2,000 views we're talking like 400,000 yeah right? we're talking yeah yeah, yeah so I mean nearly a half a million at this point I have over a million views on YouTube yeah I have but that it's because of like two two hysteria videos that got me that close you know the rest I mean some of the blanket ones have 20,000 but that's nothing you know what I mean they're not it doesn't matter. I just was making a bunch of content, and it was like, well, where am I going to put this? And I tried talking with other people locally to see if there was anybody that was interested in collaborating. And what I realized is that I can't rely on anybody because nobody's reliable. I couldn't even get people to show up to be in the show. Yeah. You know, and it was like, we always have fun when we film, so what's the issue? I don't know. So I got so frustrated with that, I started vlogging, and eventually it was just like, well, I have all these different properties i gotta do something with them and so i made up a network one day i just yeah. i had comeuppance from i got that from the simpsons when homer's like and i never got my comeuppance and i just liked it and it didn't sound like the way it's actually spelled it sounded like this spelling to me okay yeah and i figured if i had a slightly misspelled thing i could get it everywhere across the internet and that has proven to be the case yeah so i'm at comeuppance everywhere well when i was looking at your earlier videos you said it spelled differently the, the the E was an A. No, I never had an A Dude, there. Okay, well, for, you have for, to show me because for I've, entertainment I've, purposes, we won't we won't just like call each other out on it. But I swear, no, I, I want to see it for sure because I will like okay, go back cool. and edit it, or at least that's hilarious if I did because it shouldn't have unless it was autocorrect. Because I never went by comeuppance with an A because uh, somebody else already had the website and they were sitting on it for like eight grand. I'm like, no, I'm not yeah, paying no eight grand for a website. It's the same thing I went with this local 219.com was taken up and I was not going to spend eight grand to get it. So what did you go with local 219.tv? Okay. That's not bad though. Yeah, if you're making television ish content. Yeah. It's yeah. mainly based on that. So I, I felt like it was a pretty good one. And plus no one uses, no one uses dot TV. So I felt like it was a little more memorable. 
Fair enough. Yeah. So that's where I went with that. So, okay, so you started it. You get Blinkered. How many Blinkered episodes did you get into? Uh, 25. 25. And then, so then you were doing a lot of Hysteria stuff, which if people at home don't know, that's your brothers, right? Who are Sam and Seth, the twins in the band, are my brothers. Cool. Yes. And they've done a, they've had a huge following locally and uh, and nationally. So they've, they're probably much one of the bigger bands that come out of this area. Yeah, probably. They're about to do a reunion show in November. Awesome. So plug that. That's sweet. Uh, I'd have, have to look idea? it up. So okay. Keep, okay. Keep talking for a minute and I'll figure out when that is. Okay, so then we so you've got that all figured out, and then I did find this gem. That's eight years ago, Joel, which is amazing. So this is the first moment you did the the video. This is your first vlog, I'm guessing, right? It was some sort of a, a it was some sort of a weird political rant. I think I don't know where what I was thinking, but I, I was sitting. I believe I was waiting at the train where at the bus station, just off of like 41 and. 8094 for my dad to come back from a trip somewhere and I was going to pick him up hmm. and I was just sitting there and for some reason I decided to film if this is 2000 what year is it it said eight years ago so I would say in 2009 yeah so I wonder if that would have even been that couldn't have been iPhone right they didn't Probably even not. have video recording capabilities we're, going, we're coming to 10 right so we're coming to iPhone 10 well it's eight really I mean but it's not even year by year I don't know how that all works I'm lost on all that it came out in 2007 and then only a couple years later it had video I was just trying to figure out what I was recording with probably a, a handy cam you know at this point crazy man and that's one thing like from an outsider looking in I think it's one of the most things that I I definitely respect the most about especially as a guy working in television was just the level of content that you were putting out consistently. That's like the first thing that's just amazing to me, that you have that kind of dedication to it. Well, a lot of it is what you would consider self-masturbatory, where it's just like my daily life, like I'm somebody that's important. I'm not. I, I don't treat it that way. I'm just trying to be entertaining and and document my life, my kids growing up, all that shit. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it all passes so quickly. And I'm sorry for spinning into such weird topics, but no, like my, go for it, dude. when I quit smoking cigarettes in 2013, I went and leased a vehicle and then I was like, fuck, I can't afford this. And then I decided I had to quit smoking to be able to afford it. So that, it worked out fine. <clears throat> but since that moment when I quit, I've had to figure out a way to not live in the moment and instead live at whatever the next milestone is. Like, okay, if I can just make it till the next hour, you know, like just trying to get through, oh my God, I want a cigarette. So it was like my ex, I stopped being able to be happy and experience things as they were going on. Hmm. And I think I've coped with that by two years later, starting to do the vlog where it was like, okay, now I'm recording it and I can go back and relive it later when I'm not worried about whatever I'm worried about at the moment or whatever. Like I said, pushing away my ability to enjoy things for some reason just because i was desperate to have a cigarette and i didn't that was the mental way i could get crazy through it. it's amazing how those kind of ticks and like those that kind of thought process can turn into so much other stuff you know yeah and then like i said everybody was so unreliable so i just had to take it on your my own. own shit and it was like well i'm getting stale at editing i haven't done any editing for a while i haven't shot anything oh when am i going to get everybody together fuck that yeah i'm just going to make my own stuff and i mean the vlogs started innocently i swear they were not to be the productions that i try to make them now at the time it was like okay one minute in one shot 
and I would just talk to the camera. And then like I, I watched the evolution of it back when I when I went through the first year. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? <laughs> it's Crazy. stupid. It's so much effort, but and, I enjoy the shit out of it. And so this is what uh, Joel is referring to on his YouTube page. I think he has three levels of content. Um, one that he's putting out on video uh, daily. It's the Chronologically Joel series, which is a literal journal of his life every single day. It's super entertaining. Check that out. It's um, ranges somewhere. I, I think uh, there's no like real limit on the range. It could be, I just edited one that was five minutes, but then yeah, but I then I have some. Like 10, that, so. I have some that are. I mean, they're usually under twenty minutes. Right. Unless I go adventuring, which is the lost to time stuff, which right. uh, whatever. Uh, just those go a little bit longer because I want to document the places that we go to. Right. So th that's why those episodes might be a little long. But again, you can skim through anything you do or don't like in it. If you don't like the personal stuff, you can skim to the adventure stuff. If you don't like the adventure stuff, skim to the personal stuff. You know, whatever. Yeah, I really feel like there's something in there for everybody to, to enjoy. If you like the area, if you just like seeing... Because I'll drive by a construction site and be like, okay, I need to film this because it's never going to look like this again. Yeah. And then I'll have it. And then if I do it once, I'm definitely going to go back to that place and film it again on another stage. And so you'll get to see, you know, I don't know. It's kind of a weird hook to try to <laughs> sell people on. But <laughs> the, um, the other stuff you kind of put out, too, that's daily that's not on here is not as organized as this is like those little spots you do that are like 15, 30 seconds. I think the one was the speed bump in the parking lot. You've released that video, the tacos oh. on lunch. So you do yeah. release a lot of small content that's directly to your followers on like Twitter and Facebook. And so Instagram it is, and, and Instagram. Like that, yeah. So um, what are just as a shameless plug, what are those three things and what are, how do you how do they find you on that? I'm comeuppance everywhere. I already covered it, Alan. So come not, on. So not at come comeuppance on. everywhere, but comeuppance. Yeah, come up C O M E U P P E N C E. And then you have uh, How to Watch TV. Um, that is a, is that at How to Watch TV? It's at underscore how to watch TV. See the underscore sucks. Some douchebag is sitting on how to watch TV and I was like Hey, would you consider giving it up? No, this is the website, howtowatchtv.com. Uh, so I messaged him and I'm like, hey, would you consider giving it up? We're doing a podcast. And he's like, oh, well, what I'm going to do with it won't conflict with your podcast. I'm like, Damn That it. didn't answer the question. Right, yeah. That so did no, not answer basically. the question And at he all. did nothing with it. It just forwarded to his personal website for years and it pissed me off. So I was like sitting there watching the domain, waiting to snatch it the second it expired. <clears throat> and unfortunately he did end up making a thing and it's literally just him recommending shows you should watch it's a totally pointless website go awesome. to this is how to watch tv.com which is just redirects to my other to my main site which and is speaking of that you got um so you got picked up to do uh a walking dead series for two gentlemen's names that i would never remember on jay my and own. jack jay uh, and jack the, jay and jack did a podcast which is to me the beginning of all podcasting as far as my awareness of them they were doing one for lost and lost was such an interactive show in the sense that <clears throat> the, the mysteries that they would dole out every week you were left reeling because you had to wait another week and so it was like everybody's just tossing shit out theories and everything and then when people started doing a podcast for it, it was like, oh my God, I get to just listen to people discuss this. Maybe they're going to come up with stuff I wouldn't come up with. And I just, I fell in love with the idea of it there, especially about TV shows. And uh, that's what led to me eventually doing How to Watch TV. So it's ironic that, I mean, Blinkered ended up, they had a short-lived uh, project called Nudia, N-U-D-I-A dot TV, where they were producing, having people, they were cultivating content from other people and putting it out. They were making their own too. It was like the beginnings of the J and Jack network that they do now, but 
uh, so Blinkered was on there, and you know, so we did some stuff with them back then. But it's kind of weird that it comes full circle back to a podcast that ends up on their network. Crazy, and that's so we're doing one about your favorite show, The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's uh, couldn't be further (laughs) from the truth. That's my least favorite show on television right now. I mean, how? I mean, okay. Now uh, speaking of that, and you called me out last podcast, so I was listening and I watched that, and I really had no mic to defend myself. So uh, go ahead, feel free to ask. Fire away. Oh, no, I just wanted to say we're finally at TV. So I did bring my list of According to Jim episodes that I wanted to discuss with you. Because <laughs> this is According to Alan, the, an According to Jim cover podcast, yeah. right? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, we number travel 10, on the in reverse order, the okay. pilot episode. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I was hoping that we Jim? were going to have to go through all 10 of those. No, and to me I don't, try I've to never improv. seen an episode of According yeah, to Jim. I think I've seen one. I've seen about it. I never watched network television. Okay, so what's why do you not like The Walking Dead? Um, is it because there doesn't seem to be an end game in sight? So let me. So I think, feel like I have to sh- tell people at least the origin. I was a huge fan. Do we have any water in the uh, garage, buddy? I think we have two bottles. Oh, I thought I signed water well enough. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, we've got. Um, I, I, I loved it the first. So I started jumping on in season two. So I missed season one completely. You didn't even watch it, or you you like binge through it? No. So I missed all the the airings of season one. Okay. I didn't catch on until season one was in its all its glory com- in a complete fashion on Netflix. So I jumped on in season two. And uh, I was in school at the time, so everybody was talking about how awesome it was in the comic books and all that stuff. So I had that going into it. And I thought okay. season one, I was locked in, dude. I couldn't have gone any any better. Um, and, oh, thanks. Jack, you're the man, dude. Just throws it at you and knocks all the I stuff. Made, I made a bad remark about Josh earlier, but I was only kidding. I hope he understands that. Um, so he's signing no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so either that or we're wrapping it up. No, that's not the double middle finger yet. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's that's a wrap up sign. Else. <laughs> so, uh, so I went through season one, loved it. Season two came out, loved it. Watched it every episode. So from season two to I don't even know what that season is at this point. I think it's six. The one with uh, Glenn getting his uh, head apparently taken off, or the the that was the season seven premiere. Season seven premiere. Season six. Ender was the the cliffhanger, then, yeah, yeah, the cliffhanger. That so I watched all the way till about two episodes before that on in, in real time. How do you? Oh, in real time, gotcha. Okay. So I wasn't the guy so who was jumping in and binge watch five seasons. Okay. I watched from season two, episode one, oh, all gotcha. the way to season six. I watched it every Sunday. You watched one each week, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and then I would even go back and watch some of them online to really kind of dive into it because at the time I was doing a lot of English stuff. So I was really into the uh, literary analysis. So I was even going back into it to start to kind of try to pick out pieces of symbols that could really mean a larger picture that people weren't picking up. I'm guessing nothing different than what you do for the lost thing. Correct. Right? So it's kind of that. Um, I loved it. I thought for the first three seasons it was really going good. And then I hate watched it for four seasons. And then once that last season happened and I was getting – so the one thing you did have wrong about on your podcast – the Glenn death isn't what put me over the top. That oh, was okay. So that no, was you said the fact that he didn't die. Yes. That's, so the fact that he didn't die was like yeah. the precursor three going into why I stopped yeah. watching. The last reason why was because it came down to that scene with Carol and what's the uh, black guy's name? Tyrese. No, the other guy. The um, guy with the, the guy Donatello. What's his name? Oh, Morgan. Sorry. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. So they go downstairs in that okay. jail. They've got the guy with the with the the W. The yeah, wolves. he's on yeah. there, and it's like. So out of all places in the world, you decide to have a full-on confrontation 
in his little holding cell in which allows him to get away and, and leave the compound and do whatever he's going to do after that. And that was pretty much... Save Carol, by the way. That's what he did. He's, <laughs> yeah, he well, saved clearly. a fucking fan favorite. That's clearly, what he did. So, clearly. I mean, it was probably just ser- story servicing to make it so that he could do that. To, pr- to prove, I think, that she had the ability to sway somebody so much that yeah. even though he's carved a W in his head for whatever cult thing he's in yeah. or whatever group he's in, he's willing to listen to reason. Well, I think you have to look at that. I think you have to look at that series and you really have to think about why you're watching it. Right. For me. And, and I, the, one well, of the yeah, reasons. What was your reason? One of the reasons I loved it so much was the aspect of the zombies. Okay. And the danger that they did. I think we're making a pizza out there right now. Um, see what it sounds like. <laughs> that's good to know oh so that was that thing yeah that he was using that yeah I, I wouldn't have recommended that by the way it'll be just slightly the whole time for whatever reason unless you're using tripod mode no, dead. no I mean even when it's just rolling for some oh, reason man. it just kind of waves okay so well, at least we can at least go back and forth so I watched it because I thought the zombies were really good um, and I, they loved the fear of those. Okay. And then at one point around season four or five, they became a precursor to the storyline. And that's when I really started not enjoying the show as much. I thought the last episode that I really liked was the Herschel death. Okay. And I really liked... With the governor and stuff? Yeah, in the jail. I loved his backstory episode. Great I thought episode. That one was great. great episode. I really loved the um, Morgan origin story episode in season six. I think that was like episode two. Are you talking the Turtle Man one? Or are you talking yeah, clear? like when he became Donatello? Okay, not Clear Morgan. We I just called him tur- we just called him Turtle Clear Morgan now. Okay, because <laughs> the, the Turtle Man and then he's back. He's almost back to Clear Morgan now, where he's willing to take people. Oh, out. now he's willing to kill people again. I mean, it's all these progressions, man. Like season seven, you said you don't care. Season seven yeah. was Rick being subservient to Negan, and it took the whole season. I mean, Negan says to him. Aren't you gonna say thank you? And Rick thanks me, and he goes, "I just stuck my, di- I just slid my dick down your throat, and you just thanked me for it." <laughs> you like know, literally, and, so you see it on AMC. You what see, you see, uh, ne- Negan put his dick in. No, throat. he says that to him. Oh, so it's he, just he's figurative. saying figuratively. I just slid my dick down your throat, oh. and you thanked me for it in front of all your people. So he bitched him out, but then eventually Rick comes back around, and he gets his shit together, and now they're going after him. So what do you love about the show? What makes you? What turns you on about it? I don't know that I that it's one of those that I would be devastated if it was gone or if it had never existed. Not the same way as like Game of Thrones or Lost. Um, but the the stuff that I love about it, I don't know if that's necessarily what they're going for all the time. I loved the stuff with the CDC. I loved, I, I love anything that's bigger picture, anything that feels a little bit bigger. When they showed that prison, I was like, fuck yes, I am in. Yeah. And I had read somewhere about the governor. So I'm thinking the governor's going to be running the prison and they're going to have a system in there, but they're going to actually be enslaving people, essentially, by putting them in jail cells. I didn't imagine the prison stuff playing out the way it did. I was yeah. so disappointed by that. Yeah. They stuck in one fucking cell block. Two seasons. Every day, clear a new room, yeah. a, a few rooms, clear some shit out, make it so you're running that place. Yep. I mean, it didn't make any sense to me in that regard. The biggest cop out of that show was season two to season three, and they were on the road from the farmhouse, and then like they do the time-lapse thing of six months, and all of a sudden they're at the prison. It's like... There's, you know, they just passed up two seasons right there. 
they could have showed us a little bit more of a journey to the prison. And that's what I think is, I, I just don't think so, the storytelling is very good. But so I just do you don't like the, the, the characters or do you like the, no. se- the setting more? No. You're I in thought it the, more for the zombie apocalypse side of it? The things that really made it, um, I felt like, uh, watchable in the beginning, or at least the redeeming qualities of some of the characters. Uh-huh. The first one was Rick's courage and like he still had that police aspect to him um, and in a world that needed it. Now he's complete. Like every time I do that, like now all I hear is his bad English accent screaming, and and like bark, barking orders at people. That's all I hear. I mean, again, he lost his wife. His son had to kill her. Yeah, you know, like I know. I'm familiar with the backstory. Trauma and stuff. That yeah. he's th- but he's not there anymore. Is what I'm saying. Like that was a time in his. We've all we all go through shit. You know, yeah, like he sure, was just at sure. his at his lowest and most desperate. There. I mean, he bit yeah. some dude's throat out one time. You know, I mean, just yeah, just walked up and bit yeah. the dude because he was fucking with their people. But yeah, I mean, I get not liking him for those times because it was like, what are you doing? I'm first of all, I was glad Lori was gone. What the fuck is she doing back as a ghost on the fucking ledge? Go away. Go away. But yeah. see, I even started enjoying that because it was, I was like, all right, we're going to get into some abstract shit here, which right. would be pretty cool. And then the phone call and, and the then phone that call and then of... that all ended. And then now it just became such a linear storyline. With villains, I don't believe are villains. With zombies, I don't believe are like you should even fear them at this point. And like I just I I don't know if with the writer I'm sure it's gotta dude. What do I know? There's a million fucking people watching, millions of people watching this. Yeah. It's just for me as a story was I wasn't getting out of it what I wanted to get out of it. Yeah. So I had to punt, and I haven't punted a series. I don't even know the last one I've punted. I guess for me, I really like. So if we're gonna go, I'm a huge fan of conviction in television series. So like that's why The Sopranos is my favorite. You mean people going to jail? No, like as in like uh, people like with uh, credibility that this is the most realistic story we could possibly tell from a writing standpoint. Okay, so and actors but based in reality it. as well, not like I mean, are you limiting it from like say like a Star Wars kind of thing? No, by, by no. So if you're gonna set up, if you're gonna set up a whole other universe, make that as convincing as possible. Okay, make that makes like that's why Sopranos is my favorite. That's why I love The Wire. Is that it's, they're all convincing oh, the pieces wire is of moments. Genius. I love great, the wire. great, great shows. Um, but season when it, four is my favorite favorite which opening, one is season four? favorite opening credits theme song version and favorite season the is, one about the kids but it took the other three to get there yeah if, if we liked, hadn't had the other three seasons i wouldn't have cared about those kids i like the longshoreman season i thought that one really came on strong towards the end and i really liked the season where they the newspaper one was kind of lame stupid but I did like the block one where the police gave them all a city block to kind of hang out on. Oh, um, I did enjoy that season too. And I really wasn't crazy. Amsterdam or something Ham- like yeah, that. Yeah, yep. And I really wasn't crazy about the way it ended um, with the with the fake McNulty funeral and everything. Well, I guess that's a spoiler alert. But um, I'd still love. Oh, what a dick! He I still the wire. <laughs> <laughs> Who spoils the wire? Right. Nobody. I didn't even know you could. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. You spoiled it for me, and I've yeah. seen it. Unbelievable. Un- uh, that's bad. Um, According to Alan. That's coming out on Facebook, boys, so <laughs> girls, so get ready for that. Um, but so I like really that aspect of it, and we're and, and I do love the sci-fi. I do love the unrealistic realities. Um, but if you're going to bring me there, stay there. Like like American Horror Story Season 1, all in. All locked I loved in. Season 1. Season I loved one's Season the best. 2. Oh, my God. But then after that, I lost interest. Don't know what's I, going on. I, I didn't like 3 at all because I'm not yep. into witches. Yep. That just story doesn't do anything for me, yep. that genre. And then uh, I came back for a horror story. I mean, a horror story. The um, the one with the freak show. Oh, yeah. 4. And then they killed Twisty, like four episodes in. The most interesting character. The, the clown guy with the yeah. ridiculous smile. 
killed him like four episodes in. I'm like, I'm out. What's and, the point? See, that's yeah. that's exactly the so point I came to there. with Walking Dead. That's yeah. exactly the point I came to. I was just, I'm done. I'm done huh. with it. Um, I'm, so again, what were you ex- what were you hoping for out of it? What so did what you I was like hoping more? for was something to kind of captivate me back into it. And so I held on for about two seasons longer than I wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, and then it just never came. And then it was just like the the bullshit deaths were just were just stacking up, and it was, it was too much for me. <laughs> like people that you liked, dying? Tyrese, in perfect example. I don't I don't understand how you can live in a world, an apocalyptic world, where zombies are going to kill you, uh-huh. and you could potentially become one, and then put your guard down so often in public situations. It makes no sense to me. Like uh, the last season, it's like they're like, oh, we're gonna Rick's Rick's. I'm running one of Rick's amazing plans, right? We're gonna take all the zombies that are banging down the Alexandria wall. We're gonna try to walk them away off a cliff. Sounds amazing. Then you get five seconds into it. Of course, that doesn't work. But then they're like walking in the woods, having these angry confrontations, and somehow putting their guard down. And apparently, in this in this world, zombies can sneak up on you. And it's bullshit. You can hear a zombie coming down from two blocks because it's moaning. And that's not me saying that. That's the special effects guys putting that shit in. Yeah. And they're, they're all wasted. That's what they sound like. So you're telling me you can't see a guy who's got Wait, a... Wait, who got bit like that? What, are you talking oh about like God. Ethan Embry, the dude in the season six Every premiere? person who they wanted to get rid of leaving out of season five to season six got bit that way. And Tyrese got bit that way. Tyrese is in a room in well, that he house. Was, he was like hallucinating at that point. Oh, my God. See, well, but, I mean, oh, so like, that yeah, is yeah. what was happening. Yeah. I mean, you, try, you can dismiss it, but I mean, it is <laughs> yeah. the storyline they were portraying. No I mean, way, as I'm lame as it may have been, but he was. Yeah. I think it was something to do with. I want was it z- something to do with the uh, dude from Everybody Hates Chris? From him dying, remember when he got his face torn apart in that re- the revolving door? Glenn and that other oh, dude were God. out there. His eyes were so big. That, when was, that crazy. was so funny. But I feel like. Tyrese went to that dude's house and saw mm-hmm. pictures of him, and it was, was his, it his house. It was Is that his, confirmed? I don't know. That's I don't what think, I, I thought I, it was just I, a random house. I thought it was something like he was seeing th- that dude in the you picture, his or his house. brothers, or something. And it, it was, was like his yeah. brothers that bit him, and so it was. He was. I don't know. I don't remember exactly why yeah. him, but no, there have been many lame deaths for sure, dude. I'm not a, an yeah. apologist for The Walking Dead, but there's been some cool shit. And, yeah, it was just know. too far in between for me. Like, yeah, I, fair enough. So I was like, those last four seasons, I was like, there's really a good two episodes every season that I enjoyed, and then there was just eight of shit. I haven't heard you say anything one way or the other on Game of Thrones. Does that mean you haven't watched it? I'm um, fully, dude. I watch it three times a week. I, I it's one <laughs> of those when it was on. I watched it. I watched it when it came out live, and I watched it twice. Uh, rewatchable. Um, I will listen to the uh, video podcasts that are on YouTube, uh, yeah. rock stars in particular. I listened to yours yeah. or watched yours. Um, so loved it all. I can I can't get enough Game of Thrones. I do feel like though from a from a fan, I enjoy it. From a critic, I feel like it's starting to jump the shark this season. But I do like it. I mean, if if we're talking, uh, I want the new term to be the blue um, blue Darth Maul riding the, the yeah. dragon yeah. because that's just ridiculous. Yeah. That shot was just so bizarre for me. It didn't. It was like, okay, I could deal with a human riding a dragon. I don't know why. Why is that okay? But then as soon as they put blue Darth Maul on there. You're pissed. I'm just like, what the fuck? This looks like something else. It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it went full fantasy mm-hmm. for a second and uh, for some reason it sort of lost me on that. But I mean, I'm still into the show. I just, yeah. uh, it feels like George R. R. Martin is just 
the biggest asshole and also the most genius book promoter of all time. He started this shit in 93, the books, and he's still not fucking done with them. Yep. And he, they were writing, or they, well, they were making the show based on beautifully written scenes and stuff laid out for them in books on how it was all going to go. And then I hear for the last two seasons, he was just like sitting there answering their questions with, hmm, hmm. You know, those kind of answers instead of telling them what's going to happen. Yeah. So they're having to guess and come up with it. So this season felt, A, really fast. Super fast. And, B, it felt like the graphic novel version of Game of Thrones. Like, it was real, like, bullet pointy and just straight to things happening. I mean, they didn't... I'm not going to be the the Ravens shouldn't be able to fly that fast. No, guy, but the Ravens shouldn't be able to fucking fly that fast. I know, I know. There should it was is, it was they were communicating with the efficiency of email. Yeah, it, it, brutal. But uh, you know, I, I know, <laughs> and those are the holes in it. And there's like this should and have been I two want seasons. Them to fuck. This I, should have been two seasons. I did not want them to fuck either. I'm right with you. I'm just like I don't care about yeah. that. With those two, no. So there's a uh, two people I watch that with every weekend uh, when it does when it is there. It's Ashley and Nate Gunningham, and uh, they Ashley in particular loved it. So I was getting a chance to see a different kind of a perspective on it. And when I'm critical of it, I want to be clear. Uh, Josh and I, we have these conversations about what Beatles album is the greatest. Uh-huh. And we're talking about the greatest band of all time. So for me, when I'm talking about it, I'm not underselling any of them. Does that make sense? What do you mean? Any of the songs? Any of the albums. So like, well, I yeah. sonically think that Abbey Road's the better album. And I think that the most influential is Sgt. Pepper's. But we're talking about the greatest band of all time and comparing like two Goliaths that we're t- the margin of error is so small. And so when I'm being critical this band? The, <laughs> when I'm being critical about Game of Thrones, it's only because I'm talking well, about it yeah. beyond the sense of the greatest show of all time. Yeah. And these are the small margins I, of error that are going to make a difference. I'd like to put sure. an asterisk there. Sure. It uh, in my estimation only. I'm not going to impose this on you, but a show cannot be considered the greatest of all time until it has ended. I'm with you. If you want to, if you want to call it the Lost effect, then do it. But I'm saying it for a different reason than everybody else does because I loved the ending of Lost, and I feel like the people who still to this day say they hated it, ask them what fucking happened, and they're going to tell you wrong. They're not going. They're going to think everybody was dead the whole time, and it's like Man. motherfucker, watch the show. Like just watch it. It's so good. This is one of those moments I wish I can call somebody up because I know one per- person in particular yeah. that would have that opinion, and I would love to hear that that discussion. Right, because I I will sit it. for hours and talk about that show. That's yeah. why we're doing chronologically lost. Everything holds up in that order, and they didn't intend for it to be played in that order. Crazy. There's been like very few continuity errors, like a haircut, you know, a hair length, maybe. But that's about it. I mean, they were meticulous. But I don't know. I love that about it. A show, to me, can't be judged until it's finished. And it's partly because of what George R. R. Martin said about the ending of Lost. It was like they left a turd on my doorstep. So, okay. Worst ending ever, we can agree, is Dexter, right? Oh. That's the worst one Absolutely. Why? Why is the ending of Dexter bad? Um, because it had a complete journey away from everything we just watched for the first for the how many seasons was going on, and I had I was for the record though, um, I'm actually going to start another podcast called For the Record because I say that way too often, <laughs> honestly. Um, the uh, I do uh, think that I was getting tired of that show too, so I was it was such a, a method to the way they were doing those seasons that they were starting to follow a real template. And it was losing its creativity, and right. the pan shots were kind of getting old. So I was kind of on the bandwagon out of it. Um, there were seasons in particular that I really loved, which made it worth watching to me. So it should it, have ended with five. 
Yeah. Five, if they had ended with five with the entire uh, the entire police force closing in on Dexter after Rita gets murdered and then he gets caught by the end, like mm-hmm. that would have been the shit. Yeah. I mean, the, the the guy who made it up wanted it to be he gets he's getting injected at the end. And it's like supposedly all all the people that he killed were in the waiting room looking at him. So I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to mean. Like he didn't do it or he imagined all this stuff in the couple seconds before he died. But then why is he getting put to death? Stupid. I didn't like that. But some they should have closed in on Dexter. That would have been riveting to see him try to get out of it. And maybe somebody finds out and then lets him go or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, the fact that they killed his sister in the second to last episode. Yeah. And there were no consequences for it. You didn't see him have to deal with it. You didn't see him have to live with it at, at work. There were no implications. What the fuck was the point? Yeah. Yeah. I, and then just to kind of like. And I loved that show, was, man. And even on the end of it, like, they just. Rita's death was the coolest death I've ever seen on great TV. Death. Great death. I'm with you on that one. I, going back to the ending, though, of the whole thing, I really thought. Um, that vision of him on that boat and that thunderstorm going over the ocean was him you riding just, into you it. You could have just ended it right there, but for some reason, they go to that fucking lumberjack scene. That I and I, I love literary analysis, dude. I can sit there and think about this kind of shit all day. That makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. I can't. I can, there's no support for it. It's. I mean, I have logic for it, but it's stupid. Okay, it's, it's, it. it's from the network president. They told them they can't kill Dexter. Oh, well, that's not the right way to do anything. So right? in my estimation, here's what they're doing. They're letting Michael C. Hall go do a couple other things first, and then he's going to come back, and it's going to be Dexter as the Harry role to Harrison. Hmm. And they're going to just pick up with a teenage Harrison, maybe, or something. And at least do a couple seasons of that. Can we just do stuff that makes sense creatively and not make sense from a monetary standpoint? I would love to see that. I would have rather them ended it with him getting caught or being found out at the very least and exposed. Or him setting somebody else to take up take the fall for it. Yeah, like all three are or whatever. better opportunities like, than what we have. Yeah. There was there were great ways they could have ended that show where it would have been like fuck yeah that was yep. the best because that show was great it was riveting for years oh the first three seasons are as good as anything you're gonna I mean watch. four it's was great. the one with Rita getting uh, was oh, three Trinity uh, Killer or four? yeah three was Trinity I think no f- four I, is it four yeah because I've always pitched if they had just wrapped it up in the next season. oh yeah yeah because okay. everything was Trinity boy- was the best Lithgow killed oh, that my- dude. No pun intended. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he was so good. I never yeah. knew I liked John Lithgow so oh, much. Great. What a fucking actor. So before we get crazy, there is one more thing we got to plug for you, and it's okay. uh, Lost to Time. Okay. And so I want people to kind of hear this out, too, because this is a really cool show that I don't think people are wrapping their heads around enough. And you've done, a, I think, a better job of reaching particular audiences. But um, can you kind of give a summary of what it's about? Okay. Um so my cousin and I had a falling out like, ah, uh, shit, thirteen years ago. And this and, is a show uh, you're creating, so yes. just so people know. Yeah. Th- oh, yeah. This is something I make yeah. on the re- on a regular yeah. basis. Um, my cousin and I had been best friends since we were born. Essentially, he's he's a month older than me, and we had a falling out like thirteen years ago. And then the first thing we did together aside from a family Christmas party was he's like, I found this castle house in um, Lake station that we have to go check out. It's abandoned and uh, we can get in. And I was like, well shit, I film vlogs. So maybe I could film that. Yeah. 
And so we went and did it, and a couple days after I edited it and posted it, he found the listing for the house being sold on Facebook. And so my dumbass posts the video, the highlight video, or the montage on that listing, not thinking, oh, the people that own the house will see it. So they're commenting on the YouTube thing and basically give me the whole story. So eventually I'm going to make a history of that house and use everything they fucking told That's me. That's awesome. Great. They have no but idea. So, so it spun from there to, okay, this is a reason for us to hang out and we enjoyed doing it. So then it was going to be one a month and then it just started every weekend. I mean, after that we were doing it on Christmas Eve. Then we were doing it on, on New Year's Eve and, or New Year's Day. And you're going to abandoned buildings and um, municipalities, even churches. Yeah. Uh, you're going to homes. I mean, you're doing all types of these we, things. We sort of stopped doing homes unless they have a personal connection to us because their houses aren't that cool inside for the most part. Cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, mainly schools at the moment. We we hit Union Station and Palace Theater in the same day. Then like you know, there's Methodist Church, Gary Screw and Bolt. I mean, there's twenty seven schools that are abandoned in Gary. Some of them high schools. Crazy. Some of them middle schools. I just read a fact that they closed down forty nine under Mayor Freeman Wilson's term, and all forty nine still have electricity going through it. No, that's not. So that's for, a false there's thing. not 49 total. Okay. <clears throat> Even remaining, there's only like seven, seven wow. schools. Um, but no, we we have absolutely found ones that have power still going. And the, in Dunbar Pulaski at the moment on 19th Avenue, there is power in that building. Unbelievable. We, we walked Who's footing into, that bill? We walked into the auditorium and flipped the breaker on, and it lit the entire thing. We're getting double flipped off. I know. <laughs> um, That's the 45-minute mark for those sitting at home. It's uh, lost to time. Like I said, it started as this, me and my cousin having fun and documenting it. And then it became, well, I'm actually getting interested in Gary and we started doing history segments. The first one I did was for Gary Screw and Bolt, and I just kind of threw it on Facebook, but they got a shitload of plays comparative to what I usually get. I mean, I'll post a vlog, and lucky if I get 30 views on it. I, I mean, it feels like it should get a few more looks than that, but it's fine. I, I'm nobody. I get it. You know, I'm not like somebody that people are actively seeking out my brand, so I, I have to come and try to tell people about it. But the Lost to Time stuff, I think, has a built-in audience because... People loved these buildings and Damn had right, memories man. in the schools, in the, um, the what is it called? The settlement homes where when they were Americanizing or they were trying to Americanize a workforce that was coming from all these different countries. It wasn't just African-Americans and Gary coming in there. It was um, Italians and Germans and like all these different ethnicities were coming into one place because of this demand for steel production in 1906 is when they founded Gary. So then they needed schools, and the schools didn't come up for a few years, but they had to Americanize people so that they had these settlement homes. And we were just driving down Broadway one day, and I'm like, why is the upstairs of that, on the balcony with barbed wire facing in? And so we had to go check out the building, and then the, the window you, you could climb in is just a gymnasium, like a basketball court with a stage on one end. Like, What? Yeah. So then we figured out what the building was and then put together a 22 minute or 20 minute episode. The first two minutes or so is history with old photos and, you know, just kind of setting it with drone shots of present day and all this stuff. And then then we go inside. And when we go inside, that's just us 
talking about it and being in awe of these places and speculating what it might be. That's why I do the history first so we don't sound like a bunch of idiots and we've already told you, we've front-loaded it with the information you would need to, to be interested in the yeah. place, hopefully. And you, you provide that summary of what it was and what it is now and it's awesome, dude. I, it's it's must-watch TV I think me. it's the best show, the best content we've made or I've ever made. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I, I really like, well, I think it's, uh, it's hard to point at one and be like, that's it because I think that you got to look at, I mean, at least this is how I judge myself moving forward is yeah. looking at the big picture of what everything is and what how they all shade off of one another. And so from that aspect, it's like you've got you're covering a lot. Yeah. You know, I think that the and it's all locally slanted. So it's like you've got right. the and local abandonment it, it, of it. It turns around so quickly, too. I mean, yeah. I have to just keep editing because and, and I'm, I'm trying not to hold on episodes like just the second I have it done, I'm posting it and it's out there. Yeah. There is literally new shit every day. I mean, the chronologically Joel's. There was a point in May where people were like, just like one or two people, and I get, I get all bent out of shape about it. I'm such a pussy. <laughs> they, they're like, can can we not see your personal? I'm reading it like that. See, I'm even more <laughs> sensitive to it. They, they were just like, can we not see your personal stuff on the adventure things? And I was like, okay, fine. Well, you know what that means, though. The adventures get pushed to the side, editing wise. I have to keep doing the daily vlog, so I'm not going to stop doing editing the v- vlogs to then edit that episode. Yeah. So it just has to wait. And eventually I said, fuck that, and just started putting them back into it. So now the Chronologically Joels are literally my whole day. So to me, if my day included an adventure, it's in there. Yeah. And so I mark them with hashtag lost to time, all one word. And if you search hashtag lost to time, all one word on, on YouTube, only my shit comes up. And it's the Chronologically Joel episodes of the days that we went places. There's awesome. a playlist on our page that's the adventure vlogs, which are the literally just walking through the whole day. And then there's also the history segments, which are just the lost to time, that playlist. There's like nine of those episodes and like 43 of the adventure vlogs. I mean, there's a bunch of shit. If you like, if you're from the area and you're interested in any of the history of Gary, check some of it out because I don't know, I have fun with it and I don't know shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also you look for people to give you information too. So if you do have any information, tweet at them, uh, Facebook them, Instagram them, whatever it is. Yeah. And come up anywhere on any of those just because, yeah, I would love to, if you have photos, somebody came to my work to drop off hot rod magazines and he happened to also have footage of us 30 drag strip on a DVD in his car. And so he brings it into me. He knows me from the videos he watches them and he's just like, oh, and look, I have all these pictures from Junedale while it's being built. I'm like, we're literally working on that episode. That's the next one I have planned to come out, but I don't have enough of for the history of it. I want to do that one proper. My dad played there. You know what I mean? Like this is, I should have something. How many times have the cops broken you up? Once. That's it. Yeah. One That's time. That's amazing. And they were cool as shit. And it's on one of the episodes. <laughs> it's in February of this year. I mean, they caught us in Lou Wallace. Mm. I mean, and what would your first instinct be? Uh, that we're getting arrested. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're inside and you 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 hear the whoop, whoop, like the other horn, not the not a yeah, regular like the horn. warning one. Yeah, yeah the yeah. warning one. Yeah. The we're here. The whoop whoop. Yep, yep. Um, and you're like, if you're in oh, there. Come shit. out. That's so, what that means. That, so is that what you would have done? You would have just gone right to them? Yeah. I mean, at that point, I'm stuck. And I mean, what what point am I? I mean, it's am a three-story school. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I had to go because my car was parked illegally. That was the thing. I was a dumb... We got bold. It was like our fifth time there. So I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. I fucking went and bought a, a generator. Like, I was going to turn it... Start a gas power generator in the school to light some stuff. That's how into this I got this quickly. 
and a neighbor saw us going in and I'm like, oh, you may hear a generator later. That's going to be me. We worked for the city to document the building. Oh, great, you know, dude. we lied. And that was what got me into trouble. The cops showed up because of that. And so when my cousin's like, we need to get the fuck out of here and say we were walking around outside. I'm like, no, we're going to them and we're not lying. You and, got to, man. And we just went straight to the them. And they didn't it. even search us. They didn't ask our names. Nothing. They were just like, uh, they were cool for like a couple minutes. And then I was just like, hey, man, we were just trying to get like one more picture in the auditorium. And I left my lamp inside. Can, and they're like, go get your lamp and get your picture and get out of here. Awesome. So, I mean, the the cops were cool. They have way better shit to worry about. And it, it's weird because around here, people give a shit about the buildings. You know, like if you tried to go get into the old John Dillinger museum oh, yeah. thing, somebody's going to stop you. And A, they've already fixed it up. It's not the same place anymore. We were worried about getting into the Radisson, but other people did it. And it's like, why are we being such pussies? Just go do it. You know, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to see you're a, th- a middle-aged man that's filming stuff. And they're going to be like, oh, you're filming stuff. Get out of here. Yeah. We're not punk kids going in there fucking shit up, which we ran into this past weekend. Literally, these kids, one of them tried to, was about to set the school on fire while I was filming him, knowing that I was filming him. Not for the video, but just he was going to do it. He didn't care that I was filming him. I saw that footage. Uh, you showed that to me at your house a couple of days ago, and that was, uh, that's intense, man. I, it's like, it's funny because, like, at one point, it was like, it was like that uh, moment in old school where it's like, it's a goddamn magic show because all those people are coming out of the bathroom. That's how it felt like watching it. I was like, oh, there's two more people. There's three more. Usually it's just you and your cousin. Right. It's like, there's three more people. There's two more people. It's like, how many damn people are there? Right. I mean, like I said, we pulled up and the three kids went into the school and we were considering whether we shouldn't because there was a guy on the porch across the street looking at us. Mm. Whatever. They, nobody cares. They get it that the yeah. schools are just left. I mean, you walk in there, you can turn the lights on. He lit a cigarette off the stove because the gas is still on. And that's just insane because you think about how many just dollars are getting thrown down the like the, the sewer. It makes me want to go there and turn insane. off all the lights and, yeah, you know, yeah. and just let people turn them I'm on sure. when they need them. But the problem is they will eventually stop working because people scrap the buildings. They go in and they take the the metal out of the walls. They'll bust up the. I'm sure, man. They'll bust up the brick behind the toilets. Any way there's a way to make like a single cent, people are trying to figure yeah. it out. Like there was a time it where it seems easier to go get a job. Honestly, it does. Like was, than breaking out brick and pulling that shit out. That's work, insane. man. I live in a subdivision that's that's getting built, and like one morning, Amber's like, "Can you look out there real quick?" And I look out there, and there's a guy with like a like a just a shitty truck dumpster diving in next door just to grab anything he possibly could and he was pulling off like siding. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? I'd rather just enjoy my Saturday. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you I know? mean, I guess if that lets you enjoy the rest of your week, maybe. Sure, but man. I, I, you would think there's garbage pickup every day somewhere. So he, he's doing that every day. Man, I had to, like when, people, when you go to a party and you're like having a few beers and you're talking and you're being social and it turns, always turns into like, so hey, what do you got going on? What do you do? Uh, when you meet a stranger, it's like, yeah, I dumpster dive. Like, or do right. they just make up total bullshit? I mean, I tell people I go explore abandoned buildings, like for fun, and they're like, yeah, but it's Gary? different. Yeah, I. <laughs> and this is an abstract thing, so people don't really understand video. Um, but to wrap up here, so we've, you and I have been doing some stuff um, that I think yeah, it's I was just important. Ask, what's been going on? Enough about me. What's been going on with you? <laughs> uh, well, I quit my job a week and a half ago, and now I'm uh, doing this uh, full time. So um, hopefully, and uh, making some money. Not a lot. Oh, yeah? Nah, yeah, not, not nearly enough as I need to be. I mean, hopefully, so, uh, I've got about another month. about my pay for the day? No, no, no unfortunately. <laughs> um, 
I'll pay you in. Uh, let's see, what can I pay you in? Just hey, call me for the next gig. How about that? That's all. Just Sounds keep good. Keep me keep me in mind for future video stuff. Because yeah, that's well, that's the I one do. thing I was going to mention is I love working with you. And the first one that you and I taped or recorded was the. Um, well, I can't really. We can't really talk about it too much. If you're really interested, is that in, why you didn't like the video? Because I said because I said the magic T word in there. No, I didn't like the video because I think that you told me not to use that uh, footage. Then you used it. Wait, I told you not to use what footage? <laughs> the uh, one with the bulldogs like jumping, running out of there. Actually, it's awesome shot. Do you remember that? I told you not to use it. You told me not to show that part. To whom? Um, no, you said that it was illegal, and I said fuck them. Oh, no, I said use part. whatever the fuck you want. I'll, no, I absolutely. like I like it. I think it's awesome. I think that the I stuff really loved shot, that day. I mean, that, that day was all great. The stuff dude. was cool as shit. And yeah. I mean, he shot a bunch of cool stuff on there too. Yeah, that I mean, see, yours like the teaser that I have doesn't have like the stuff Josh shot, right? And like the stuff that you got, and like so I know I showed it up there later or before. It's this one here. I can always go back to that one. That one's correct. Yeah, me. I mean, the, the uh, beautiful shot back that way of oh the drone, God, too, yeah. that I included. But we weren't doing it for that same... I mean, that could eventually be in that other clip, you know, in the, yeah, the well, thing we were the, making. When you and I put that together, we were literally throwing it together, like, yeah. the day after we shot right. it. I didn't go in there, and I threw everything in the timeline when I started editing the yeah. vlog. And I was like, oh, shit. He was shooting when they busted through the thing. So then I cut to the the field. It was too. so cool. And, man. Yeah, it was I mean, so cool. we can absolutely use anything you want. Nobody watches my vlog, man. Yeah. Well, I want to promote. So the September twenty eighth and 29th, <laughs> uh, it, I know local two and nine gets a shout out. Um, watch them all. This 29th one is really cool. It documents our first shoot together. Yeah. Which is awesome. Actually, our second one because the day before right. we we did was the it the day before or was it we did the day before in the truck we did Wednesday and Thursday and Friday didn't we I thought we did. Wednesday okay. was a failure. Wednesday was Wednesday was when you and I were supposed to meet, and then we ended up talking about Walking Dead and Game of Thrones for an hour and a half. I believe that was the twenty sixth because I've, I've been watching your chronologically. Drunk. Right. Okay. Yeah. That so was I think the 26th. that was the twenty sixth. The twenty eighth. But didn't was, we do two days on the square? We did. That was the day before this one. So right. Twenty eighth was us filming the truck. Oh, and doing we the also filmed shots. on Friday at the square too. Duh. Okay. So yeah. it was Thursday on the there square. There were some things the we didn't want, we didn't like, but there's right. a really so I can't really say what the video is going to be about. No, and I didn't really say it in there. We, no, you did. See, we're you at didn't. a tailgate. You, you know, that's not the the video. I thought you know? so. I think that what you put together was awesome. Um, it's really interesting because like after spending time with you, um, it's really funny to kind of see your day before that. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? It puts it really in perspective. My day before. Yeah, because I think you were like walking your son um, to the bus that day. You know, it's just really funny to kind of like. In the same day. In the same day, yeah. yeah, So you're getting the whole thing. Um, So being with you, it's really funny to see like what you were doing beforehand. Yeah. Um, But you can see a lot of the footage that we shot that day. I can't really talk about the project because it's something that we're trying to uh, still make money on. Um, But that's uh, why I left any of that stuff out. I did have you talking to, but it was just like. Abstract, oh, I watched it. Weird I watched things it. Yeah, it was that they great. said, you know, yeah, it dude, wasn't it was, anything that gave anything away. What I love about it is like, and I'm sure you feel it every time you see it, or maybe not because you're too close to the project. But um, being, no, I watched this one three times. Yeah, okay, I, I cool. enjoyed the shit. So you out know of what it. I'm talking about. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't love it, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not being like cocky or ego egotistical about. It. I just I enjoy doing this stuff, and that one was a badass episode. So that's good, it. Stra- I mean, just straight up. I, and it, if you want any of that footage to show to anybody or to use for anything, it's yours, man. I'm not the somebody. Oh, did Dude. do that shit recently on YouTube. What? Take they, your shit? They sent me a, a, a note, like a, a message on YouTube saying, hey, I really loved your video on Etnus Elementary. We, uh, I went there. 
So I used some of your footage to make this montage. And he just fucking took the video and cut different oh pieces God. of it and put music over it and then put in like five photos of classrooms that from makes me back so in the day. Angry. And so I just I was like, oh, okay, thanks for alerting me. Like he sends me this paragraph. Can you of please text. take it down now? No, I didn't even <laughs> mess. I just went to the thing and I said, flag. Oh, report as copywritten. Boom, it has already been removed. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. That's a like, good win. I, uh, I I really would love to mention this person by name, but I'm going to avoid it um, just because I never know. You never know how this world is, and it's, this is a small area. But someone, uh, I'll say what it was so that person understands who he is, so I, that he knows that I got it. Um, I did a video at Lakeshore for Doc Smokehouse, and um, literally in the same week, that person sent a camera crew and did it after I released it. And did a shot by shot remake of it. Really? Shot by shot. That's okay. And so it's, somebody it's was watching infuriating. It. So they they watched the one that you were doing for your job there for Earth. Yeah, for so we did this show called Third Spaces, and it was really based on you got a first space, a second space, which is your home and work, and then your third space is where you kind of fill your void, your okay. time, right? Um, so it's a bar, that's a restaurant, whatever. So I got the idea. Um, Mike at uh, the Vinyl Antique Shop in, uh, in, the, in the square, he's like, hey, there's this new barbecue place opening up in Dyer. We got to the grand opening. Why don't you come over and check it out with us? I'm like, sure. I go over there. I meet with the guys. We do the shot. And from there, uh, you seem like you want to do this vlog right now. Is that what you want to do? No, I'm just go carry on. Okay. Yeah, never <laughs> acknowledge my camera. Come all on. Right, my just bad, carry dude. On. That's bad. That's bad news. Yeah, that's bad etiquette. So we, I talked to him there. He was all pumped up that we were from NPR and and, uh, and uh, Lakeshore and uh, doing that kind of stuff in PBS. And when we get there, this mm. dude, uh, he's like super pumped. Do a three minute video for that web series, and the guy straight up. Uh, so after we, so we release it about a couple months later, and then within the week, he. Someone else got wind of it. They went there, shot the exact same video, shot by shot, literally shot by shot. It's just so infuriating. And that's one of the things that like I want people to understand with this business. Um, and we hear a lot about fake news, but like there's a lot of people stealing artistic shit. There's a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I mean, if I include a picture from, I put it at the end, I say, or, or I'll try to put it on the photo right there. Yeah. Photo from blah, 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 dot com or yeah. whatever, you know, because sometimes you have to, but mm -hmm. you're not going to take my video and use the video, put a song under it, and then just have a picture for a couple so seconds here and there. It was like dude. five minutes long. No. You just took your work. You, you just took your work and that's it. just took my content. That's, that's it. what yeah. it is. Yep. Um, so that's why I'm trying to really be strategic with how I release these. Okay. Because I don't really want to release all the stuff that we're shooting one by one because that's going to make it that much easier for people just to straight up yak. And people right. aren't – I don't have enough of a following for people to understand that yet. Right. You know? So I'm trying to build up all this stuff to release in March. So you didn't – is that what you were saying? You didn't like that some of the footage was shown just in case somebody tried to emulate it? Because – Yeah. Mean, well, there that's, is a, there that's what I fear shots. of. That's, what I, that's my fear. There are – I'd say there's maybe – five shots five to ten shots that i use that we also used in the thing but yeah there was a lot of stuff like all the stuff on the windows and i didn't use any of that yeah well you know? I, I could tell you so i think it has like 50 something views that that was just like all private right vimeo right. wise um i can tell you all 50 people loved it yeah i mean it's just like a dynamic ass video um i think it's good. i talked to my brother about the song um i asked him if he could just extend out the middle and just let it go forever so that we could put that underneath the talking. Awesome, dude. So it will just continue. Cool with it? The, yeah, oh, yeah. He's okay, like, cool. yeah, that sounds awesome. Awesome. And that's one thing. I mean, uh, anytime we're trying to do these, we're trying to make everything local. 
So we try to feature a lot of local artists. If you know anybody, I know Linus, you released that video today. Yeah. That's a sick video. You did a great job in one of your last time. Oh, he did it. I all. shot it. He, and he edited it. He edited it. Oh, dude, great job I on his part. I never would have edited it like that. Great job and on I his part. I mean that in the best way. Yeah. Like he yeah, did no. a great job with the edit. The only Killer, thing man. that would have made it better is if he had included the drone shots that we got because it would yeah. have added this scope to where he was at because we got up on the roof of that building and we were at the old Indiana Bell building in Gary and like cool. there was a sweet pullback or push in shot that he could have used, but his computer's old and it wouldn't <laughs> handle the 4K video Damn that the it. drone was. So I was like, you got to convert it, man, yeah. next time. But yeah, the, I think he did a great job with that video and we shot that last week or some shit just on a whim he's gotcha. like i'll be in town well i i was uh so when it, going back to the conversation of whether or not people can steal these these shots i don't think they can because the more i thought about it the more it is football driven and football's over right so i don't think they really could um they could I'm steal say the they can't because it. we're too good they're not well gonna, they, they can't fuck with these shots. I, I agree with that dude i mean honestly <laughs> like seeing the teaser of this i wish i could show everybody maybe we can put together something like a 30 second thing to show people like what at least something that can be a little story just kind of a teaser for the public right which would be kind of cool but um, for this, we were just kind of like holding on to like the full um, episode so that no one does steal it and we can keep it fresh. Right. We don't have to show the concept in a teaser. Right, right. It's and I really, think that's one thing that know. I've got to still work on in my marketing side of it because I'm not doing a very good job of that because uh, a lot of this is still new. Yeah. So I don't really I, – I, I'm still trying to figure out what these relationships are. And for me, like uh, knowing you now, it's like I know you're not like you're, – you're so into it that you're willing to do anything as long as it's fun. And, right, I, and I'm yeah. the same way. So that's why I think why we work so well together. And even the one that we did for Kate um, last Sunday yeah. was awesome. I mean, I enjoyed doing that with you. Yeah, too. I mean, hopefully that turned out good. But yeah, yeah I haven't I mean, seen you taking that picture yet. and I'm just immediately like flicking me off. And I it was so funny. Did you crop me out of the picture? No. So I took four pictures. OK, one was one was that was the first one I took. Uh-huh. And then it's funny because out of the other ones, you can see your hand going oh, up. going up. It's okay. so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't use that publicly. Yeah. Um, but it was good. So. All right. Well, I think that's about it, right? Okay. I'm, whatever, we talked yeah. about a lot of shit. I there. mean, I'm not here just to whore my stuff, man. No, I'm just, I know, I'm just I know. bullshitting. We with did you. a little bit of everything, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Josh hasn't seen this yet, so I really want him to see it. It's ten minutes. I I would play it if we were sitting together for two hours. I would say let's play it in its entirety, and people at home could watch it. Um, but really, check it out. Just I go will... to Comeuppance Network on YouTube. I mean, again, yeah. YouTube.com/slash/Comeuppance. Same as everywhere. And I'll retweet it um, on Local 219 today, and I'll retweet, I'll, I'll yeah, put it out on Facebook. Yeah, just there's a couple shots of what we're, something we're working yeah, on. Yeah, because like, I'm telling you people, like, especially if you're from Crown Point and you have that sense of nationalism, you're going to dig the shots I mean, we look got. at the fucking sunset, yeah. man. Like, yeah, that's dude. on its own is it's so It's wicked, cool. man. Like, Joel is like a master... And uh, which nobody's going to be getting those same shots because, and again, not cockiness. I'm just good at that. I'm good at finding a shot that, yeah. you know, maybe I'm right place, right time with that one shot going over the football players, man. How are you ever going to get that again? And A, it's probably not legal. No, so, it's but not I legal. did it. You just do yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, ask, yeah. Per, ask forgiveness. Like your Edison conversation. Just go. I should have gone. Being a pussy and just do exactly. it. Exactly. And I was, I was on the verge of. Come on, so I was, I was right here. Show, I was right here being a pussy while you were doing that. <laughs> right. That's a live action shot of me being a pussy. <laughs> uh oh, one of the phones is ringing. Uh, I think that was our uh, audio computer doing it. But uh, interesting. So okay, we'll wrap there. Um, again, check out Joel at the up come up Twitter. Instagram, Facebook. Um, he's also we're following each other on Twitter. So if you want to do that, I'll be I'll be retweeting his stuff. 
um, and posting his stuff and sharing it on my stuff. So if you want to see it there too, you can. Yeah, like I said, man, if you want any of my content for Local 219, you're welcome to awesome. use it. Just let me know and I'll provide it and, you know, if you need a different form or whatever. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, I wish you could come Saturday because that's going to be sick. I think it's going to be a monumental day for us. Um, we got a graffiti artist coming in from EC. Uh, yeah. His name's MC Seizure. Sick stuff, dude. And he's coming in to do a 4 by 8 board at the square. Had to get the mayor's permission yeah, to shame, do it. Man. I know it sucks. It's going to be sick. But I think I'll, what I will do is by being the four by eight. I'm still talking to my wife about this because since this is my workspace at this point, I'm thinking about putting it on that wall here, so it's kind of like that can act as a green room. Does uh, okay. that make sense? Yeah. And uh, the other thing that you really want, if you're listening, Julia Heisman, she does a magazine called Here. Okay. A print magazine. It's sick stuff, dude. She's working with a lot of photographers. I'd love to get a subscription to that to start throwing on the desk. Okay. So, I don't know. There's another little, little shameless bit of plug. admin there. At yeah, the end. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't turn it off when you're doing this shit all the day, dude. Like I've been I've been so exhausted with this that it's been like it's fun, don't get me wrong. How I don't do you want to turn it off. I mean, sorry to ask There's another no question here, but do, how do you separate because I always said you said something earlier about three spaces or whatever, third space or something like that. I always told my buddy, you have three blocks in your day, one for work, one for play, one for sleep. You know, so how do you cuz we're both doing the sort of the same thing where mm-hmm. I'm going to work 40 hours a week and I have three kids and I'm making all this stuff after work. So how do you find the balance between, okay, I can stop working now and I can just enjoy life because I'm a workaholic at this point. Yeah. I don't know how to shut it off. I don't either. And uh, my wife, she's probably better to have for that conversation, but I haven't, I've been meeting every single person I possibly can. Yeah. Physically. So I'm literally going out. Oh, on, so it's not just me. It's I'm so it is you. It is you. But like for example, this week I, I this week uh, Monday in particular, I had three meetings all at bars six beers later. Wow. Yeah, and like so I'm putting I'm packing in as many meetings as possible. I've got three tomorrow. I've got three more on Friday. Um, it's it is exhausting, and I'm meeting a lot of cool people, which is awesome. Matt Barber is a social media strategist. He works for Schilling. He does a lot of their stuff. Um, we've worked out a deal to where he's going to start doing some of my stuff and, uh, in, in, uh, in respect, uh, give him some promotion too, because he does cool shit. Yeah. Um, so there's these little wins that we're having every day yeah. and I can't wait for him to really kind of, I can't wait for this thing to go live, dude. It's, I think that's the biggest thing in setting it up. Cause I have some, I can't turn it off. That's the question. That, that, that's the question you asked. You answer, okay, I can't good. turn it off. That's probably why we get along. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, have an I get annoyed behavior. when I'm around people that do turn it off. And like successfully, and they're just happy. I'm like, fuck you. Why do you get yeah, to be happy? There's no happy here. <laughs> and I have this. I have this really bad character flaw. Uh, it, it's really bad. It's so it's 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 a it's a combination of two things. I take on comp, comp, like so. I'll make enemies out of people. Okay. So that's one thing. Well, tell me so I can make notes. So I know how. No, to... no, not not people I know. This is where it gets crazy. It's people I don't know. So like for example, I learned this when I was playing baseball to really kind of keep me on my 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 mental edge, is that I need to make enemies out of people to keep myself motivated. Okay. And it's not people I know. So it's like I, people I know. It's like it's easy to not like. Forget oh, I that. have hate follows too, man. I there are cool. people. So that, you know what I'm talking about. There are people about. that I have no rational reason to not like, and you just don't but like. I them. just don't like them yeah. because they're also making stuff, and it's yep. like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Ever. Well, that, that goes a lot in production. I mean, yeah. I see that a lot. A lot of the conversations I hear are like, well, I don't want to really work with him because he does this, or I don't want to. I kind of do my own thing, and I don't really see it being a team thing. And it's like, okay, well, and that that happens more than ever, and I'm trying to be that gap bridge that gap because i think essentially what i'd love to see is i'd love to see a shared space where i can 
own like not own or just rent out a space where I'm we're doing a studio. We have a we have an audio studio, we have a TV studio where we can do all this stuff, including and but at the same time have about eight different producers who are also occupying space there and start collaborating on how to make the best content possible. Yeah. That would be my so dream. So is the goal a network? Like eight to produce enough content that people would subscribe to it? Yeah, this is this is a full-on network, but the network doesn't launch until March. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting it as a media company, but um, it's it's really a network. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping to launch with 58 episodes of content. You're hoping to what? To at launch have 58 episodes? 58 webisodes I'm hoping to launch with all at one time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess you got to have something to keep people there or keep people occupied on yeah. day one, right? Well, and I'm doing that so people don't steal it, like the Doc Smokehouse video. Yeah. And then when they do do it, I can call them out for being uh, posers. Well, you'll have the documentation of when it was online and yep, versus yep. when they shot it, and and but you know it's like that old adage about newspapers is like the bad the bad title doesn't always everyone reads that they don't read the retractment. Do you know right. what I'm saying? So oh, yeah, like yeah. to have to go around and explain to people all the bullshit that happened about the differences of videos and how it took my idea. I'm already boring myself saying that. I right. don't want to say that. I know. Public. I zoned Do out you know? there yeah, for exactly, a minute, exactly. Like, who wants to hear that shit? So I'm making sure it can't happen, and then I can guarantee you that if it does happen, when I do have enough of a following, yeah. I'm calling their asses out publicly. Yeah. That's the best I can do. Yeah. No. So, so I mean, I, I hate to use the word social justice. That has a bad connotation, but, like, just... I think the best way to get results from people that are doing shit they shouldn't be is public yeah. shame and embarrassment. I agree. It's it's the only thing I've found Tarn that works effectively. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it literally, I mean, not literally, figuratively, you yeah. know what I mean? Roast yeah. them, yeah. call them out on their bullshit, provide examples. But if you're yeah. going to call somebody out, you better know what you better be right. Damn right, dude. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, so uh, great talk. Joel, thanks for coming in. Awesome yep. stuff, dude. I'm sure it won't be the last time. Uh, you got to have no, me on yours. No, this is the last time. <laughs> you had such a miserable time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My back hurt. No, I'm Eventually, we can do like the it. How to Watch TV. I'd like to be on that one. That'd be fun. Um, and we can talk about whatever you want to. Um, probably not lost because I haven't seen an episode. But um, that's all I got. I, I envy you. If you haven't seen it yet, you could watch it fresh. I know. And, I, can't, and I actually can't it. wait for that. I, the only thing that's been turning me off is that everyone tells me how bad the ending is. So Everybody's I can't wait. an idiot. Okay. Well, Inve- if you're, you're invest so in passionate the, invest about in it. the characters, and you'll be fine. Invest in the, the that's what's that everything else is a backdrop, like the 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 dead are. I know that you don't like this version of it, but they are the backdrop of that. They're just part of the setting. They're just part of the environment they have to live in. The characters are what's important. And if you like the characters on Lost, they have 14 main characters to start off. That was unheard of in 2004 when that when the show came out. Crazy. You know, watch it, man. It's I will. It's set the template it for all the awesome TV. Where it's it was right there at the beginning of the the golden age of TV. It it, it made me want to make stuff. That's why I'm here today. Well, that's a great plug for it. I'll check it out, man. Yeah. I'll check it out. I definitely have to because I love. I find myself like a. I I love pop culture and I'm all about it. So. So, okay, so before we go on for another hour, because I know that's how easy it's you, it's and, I, you and I can just, just keep talking, dude. Um, uh, follow us at local underscore 219 on Twitter, uh, local2 underscore 219 on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook, uh, local209. If you're seeing this, you're probably on that. Um, but please follow us. It's, it means our livelihoods uh, as unfair as social media is, so please follow us on that stuff. Um, and thanks for watching this episode of... The according to Alan, this is the first video podcast, so this is pretty exciting. 
Um, and uh, next time, uh, I don't know who the guest is going to be, but Sunday we will be going back into a normal podcast of According to Alan, which will be having uh, myself uh, uh, talking psychobabble. And Josh will be a part of that one too. So um, I didn't look at that camera one time. Well, I didn't either. I didn't, <sighs> I didn't either. I didn't either. This is the first like time. Such I, an idiot. And this is my first time ever doing this, so I feel like obligated to address a camera. So uh, thank you again for watching, and then uh, be on the lookout and subscribe to YouTube. Thank you very much, and uh, see you later.